And good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. How's it going? Hopefully everybody had a fantastic Saturday, fantastic week for that matter. I know we were busy. We had a bunch going on. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll have a lot to talk about today, so we'll get right off to it. I mean, no need yeah. to fear. Checkers and Wreckers is here, and you can find us. As always, if maybe you happen to miss a show or two, that's all right. You can check us out where? www.bwsports1.com for all the hap, hap happenings at Checkers and Wreckers, Black and White Sports, uh, Fantasy Bros, Kicking It with Steve. Um, super everything. kicking it. Not just super. kicking. Super. super. <laughs> We're super hey, kicking it. Leave out the super part, man. Yeah, you don't want to leave that out there. So yeah, I'll hop right into it because yesterday yeah, I did some racing. What you did yesterday, racing myself. We are out at Whiteland Raceway there with the uh, BW Sports One crew. Is we got the one out there. We had obviously Dan out that. there. So it was a blast out there for driving for dyslexia. And the coolest part of it is they had a goal uh, this this uh, race to push them over a hundred thousand. K collected for this foundation here and they hit that goal so there was a few of you guys who donated out there so thank you guys so much for your That's kindness awesome. there and you know what that went to was to um, uh, give a scholarship to a teacher to go to training and uh, understand how to teach kids with dyslexia there who is that that is a uh... Billy, Billy Idol. Idol. <laughs> Billy Idol stopped by to hang out with us this morning. Nice. Very nice. But, yeah, so uh, we have. Uh, I, I think that's awesome that, you know, they hit their goal and, and for a good cause, man. I mean, that's just that's uh, people coming together and helping people. That's Absolutely. Awesome. So, and, and this is just the first scholarship that they're giving out. With that, that goal, obviously, they're able to give out more scholarships, send more teachers to training i'm looking at you over here like you're actually over there look give out more training stuff like that so uh uh i'm excited uh to see you know what they can do going forward especially with uh elliot being at the uh the forefront of that just such a uh, a good kid and man he's so fast he was there was a rental cart challenge and we got dad into it so dad got down in a rental cart but man those things have some power uh, the bionic man got in the cart. Oh yeah, he he squatted down for a few laps there and uh, had some fun. He uh, uh, went off the track at the wrong place and a little whoopsie by the bionic whoopsie. man. So, uh, but uh, yeah, so we did the uh, uh, rental car challenge and Elliot. I was giving him stuff all day, like, hey, I got you. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you here. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna get in front of you. I'm gonna block you. He's like, okay, sounds good. Like, yeah, sure you are. So he let me get in front of him and he uh -oh, just I'm lagging out here. He just flies by, just goes right by him. And uh I mean he was uh goes right by me, I should say. And then he let me around the next corner and about I don't know, two seconds later, he's right back to the side of me. I mean, obviously the weight differential in the uh um cart there was a little astronomical, but yeah, the uh just so much fun and those guys going out for a good cause after that for the rental car challenge is just adding to a great day there man and, and you know i was trying to watch what you had going on while i was doing what i had going on it looked like you guys had a fun day oh yeah uh, you and dan both made the ass excuse me dan whatever you guys <laughs> both made advances you brought the carts home in one piece no damage this weekend so i mean it's it was it was a win-win all the way around for you guys man Absolutely, yep. So one more race there at Whiteland, October 10th. If you guys are in the Indianapolis area, you want to get down on some karting, they have plenty of classes out there. Come out, have some fun over at Whiteland Raceway Park. We'll be out there. It's the uh, what the John, what was his last name? Martin. John Martin Memorial, first Please. annual. So uh, I know Daniel went to school with him. You probably knew him. I, I knew John. I'll probably be down there for that one. So it'll be a good time out there. It's going to be a little chilly, but I'll tell you what. Thanks to a bruisey race, a bruisey race where USA, I looked sharp 
And I'm you sure, do, man. That that suit is snazzy. It is, and I am sure I'll be nice and cozy when that uh, cool weather comes in. But uh, man, thanks so much to a Bruzy Racewear USA. And I'll tell you what: if you're into karting, if you're into uh, sim wear, you don't have to wear a suit, but they got the gloves, they got shoes. Oh, it's fantastic, there, guys. They can customize them all to your needs. I looked sharp. I might be slow. But, man, I look good doing it. <laughs> Tommy boy, you know what the saying is, right? What's that? If you're not going to be fast, you might as well look good. Exactly. Gotta, absolutely. You were looking good, buddy. You were looking sharp. <laughs> yeah, that thing looked absolutely phenomenal out there. So, a big thanks to them again. Guys, check them out there over at Abruzzi Racewear, USA.com. And, uh, man. so uh, You know what my favorite moments was from yesterday with you guys? The picture with you and Asher in the back of the truck and Daniel standing right there. I was like, <laughs> right? you know, that's that's what racing's about. It really is, you know, just coming together, talking, hanging out. Hanging out yeah. I think we were talking about IndyCar at that time, too. So Imagine that. Imagine exactly. That. But, I mean, it, it just shows you get to talk about racing, and he just jumps right in the middle of it, and he fits right in, man. It's perfect. He's over there eating his peanut butter sandwich. He's going to town. He got a second place yesterday. So he can bring it into a uh, second place finish overall there uh, with a good finish next week. So, and uh, he's at Newcastle today, which I see. Uh, I seen Brandon posted that uh, their engine that uh, got scrap. It's 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 done. Oh yeah. Uh, somebody stepped up, gave him a loaner motor so they can run today. And, and there again, you know that's that's racing, man. It's you know people coming together and. You know, you talk to a lot of people that are involved in racing. They have their family, then they have their racing family. And right. and it's really a tight-knit group, and they help <laughs> each other out. Absolutely there. So, uh, I, I mean, that uh, that pretty much rounds out the day. Elliot uh, didn't have the best day overall. He was fast, but uh, some, some things occurred at the end, and he didn't take it. So, uh, he's got to fight for a championship next week is – uh, that just goes to show you, I mean, like I said, if if you're in the the area, you want to come out, this kid is a uh, a racing, I'm, I'm not going to say a phenom, but he, he's going to step up. He's a fierce competitor. Absolutely. And there's guys competing with him for the championship here. So, I mean, that just goes to show you uh, just, just how competitive it is over there. And it's a fun track, guys. I can't tell you since the uh, the new owners took over there. It has just gone just so great here, and, and they're looking to make further progress. They're they're doing another indoor karting uh, place down in Daytona, so that should be fun as well. I think that's about really? to, yeah, that's about to open here soon. So uh, the, it, it just they're they're really going and going, and and we should. I think we're gonna have uh, Kyle O'Gara when we go out there October tenth. We're gonna talk to him live out at Whiteland, so that should be a good time there as well. Right on. So, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, Whiteland holds a spot in my heart, and and, and I, I love what Andy and Sarah's doing down there. They've really uh, stepped in, revamped the place, repaved it. You know, put garages, facilities in down there. Uh, it's it's a it's a nice facility. Absolutely, there. So, uh, you're coughing there. Are you getting a little dust out of your lungs? What's going on with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yesterday. Took a little trip and headed down to Brownstown for uh, the Jackson 100 Lucas Oil Late Model Series. $15,000 to win. Yeah, That's you heard me Jack right. right $15,000 to win. But uh, they had the UMPs. They had, like we were discussing there, I think the class was called Super Stock or something like that. They were. Uh, they looked like late models. Some of them looked kind of like uh, dirt street stocks. But... Uh, Kyle's an ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's, great. That's great, Kyle. I love it. <laughs> you should be wearing it though. It is it's pretty pimp, man. But I do like the Graham Reynolds shirt. <laughs> right. The bow tie. <laughs> so, anyways, um I, I am I am now I'm I'm dirt fan for life, man. That that was one of the best races I've been to in a long time. I mean, I'm still gonna go to IMS, but as far as dirt, yeah, I plan on going back to Brownstown and uh 
I, I want to go to Lawrenceburg. I want to go to a bunch of these tracks. But anyways, so we get down there, come out, you know, hang out for a little bit, walk around, and uh, they fired up hot laps, which, you know, right right then you're like, okay, this is cool, which uh, <laughs> I, I think for the late models, they were only letting four cars at a time out on the track. Try not to tear stuff up early. Right. <laughs> but, uh, so then come qualifying time, I, I'm probably going to get his name wrong. I think it's Kyle Strickland, Stricker, Strickler, something like that. If anybody on here watching knows. You got me on that. I I know his first name was Kyle, and I know his last name starts with the S and ends with the R. But uh, he goes out there, blazes the track up in qualifying, puts it on P1. So then uh, we get the heat races rolling out. He goes out and dominates in the heat race. Um, Jimmy Owens, which, hold on here, let me show you. Yep, that's who I was supporting last night. Was that the Newport Nightmare? Newport Nightmare, baby. <laughs> uh, he 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 was kind of struggling. He wasn't super fast in qualifying. He wasn't a uh, Strickler. Yes, Kyle Strickler. Thank you, Jared. Um, he wasn't super fast in the heat race. Uh, come feature time, <clears throat> I think he rolled off 18th, got up to ninth. And then on a caution lap, somebody just runs over him. I mean, they're pacing around. And they they fire off. Dude just runs right into the back of him, wrinkles the whole uh, left quarter panel up. <clears throat> he has to come in the pits. Well, you know, they do the pits in the infield for uh, the late models because you'll see guys roll out on quads with the stacks of tires hanging <laughs> off the back of them. Right. So he comes in. They get the car fixed. He rolls back out. And I think he might have got up to 13th, 14th, but he's the current Lucas Oil points leader. So he, he had he had a rough night, and he wasn't the only one. Um, Hudson O'Neill, that was a fan favorite last night. I've seen a lot of people wearing his shirts, and every time he'd go on the track, you'd hear everybody cheering for him. He had a rough night last night. I think he finished 11th, 12th maybe. Um <clears throat> Who else? Uh, Davenport, which runs Clint Boyer's car, the number 14 iRacing car, which I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, hey, I helped sponsor that car. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, he was up towards the front. <clears throat> they were coming back into uh, turn three. Somebody decided they wanted the spot worse than he did and kind of helped turn him around a little bit. So he got put to the back of the field. Wasn't a great night for him. But uh, let's talk about up front. T-Mac, <clears throat> Terry McCready. I think he rolled off third or fourth within about 10 laps of the 100-lap feature up towards the front. He gets the lead, never looked back. He held it the whole race. He, he was dominant come race time. He had the setup on the car. It was fast. Um, Davenport was second. And I don't remember who was third now. I know it was, I'm pretty sure it was a number 17 car white. And you would think I know because it's number 17. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Richard's car is the 14 I racing car. I might have said his name wrong. Um, I'm, I'm learning my dirt guys here. I'm, I'm not big <laughs> on the, the dirt guys. I was really getting a crash course last night. But uh, all in all, man, a, a great time, well worth the drive. It's like a, about an hour and a half drive for us, which it's not hard. You're 65 south, get off the Seymour exit, you make a right, you go down about 13 miles, you make a left, you make another left, you're in the track. It's at the fairgrounds. Nice. But the place was packed. I mean, it was packed. <laughs> Talk about park like a mile away, and there's no signs telling you where to go or anything like that so i was just following the guy in front of me i was like i hope i know i hope he knows where he's going <laughs> right so finally we get a parking spot and then walk and but it was it was a great time the tracks neat. it's a quarter mile dirt track it's it's got some slight banking in the turns uh there's no walls it's like lernerville on iRacing. you know you you go over the cushion you're you're off the side there and you're taking a little trip and getting back on the track <laughs> which there was a couple guys that did like iRacing did where they would kind of 
go off the side and they'd hammer it and get right back on the track and almost cause a wreck. <laughs> uh, Whoopsie. Yeah, man. It was it was it was a great time. Great time. And um real fast, a big shout out to uh Jimmy Owens merchandise trailer. Cause uh Sean and I were uh, thirsty. I was like, okay, well, let's go to uh the concession stand, cash only. I'm like, okay, I didn't bring any cash. I use my card for everything. So I go up to Jimmy Owens' merchandise stand. I was like, hey, if I buy a shirt, can you give me some cash back on my card? And she's like, well, let me ask him. And went over, and he's like, yeah, it's no problem. He's like, how much do you need? I was like, this is 20 bucks, so I can go to the concession stand. And uh, I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. So thank you for doing that for me. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> nice. Absolutely there. So uh, they facilitate. home was the kid in the uh, 17 car. So Sorry, facilities nice, you say, and everything like that. So that's yeah, two for two on our dirt experience here. So we'll definitely next time we'll we'll have to get out there and check something out there together. I know Whiteland to to go back to karting real quick. I know next weekend you and your dad are down with this this style. So are you gonna catch the uh, the vintage karting that they got going on next weekend? Uh, I'm sure dad will dad dad's big into the vintage, you know, because uh, he, he gets to see stuff from when he raced. Right. And, and you know, he knows all the vintage stuff, which my, my dad is a, a an encyclopedia of karting. I mean, <laughs> right. it amazes me sometimes when they're talking, he'll rattle off something. I was like, you know what? You, you don't remember what you did two days ago, but you can remember this motor <laughs> from back in 1960, whatever. How to tune it and what to do with but it. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be down there. Nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. I said nice. <laughs> but, uh, I lost you there. Green has the wall over the years. Yeah, it's, it's cutting in and out, and I don't know why. But uh, it, it, it's when you go to the vintage and you look at the carts from when they used to run back in the 60s and 70s, and even there's some carts that are running in the 80s, and you look at the, the carts now and the way they have changed. I know the carts back in the 60s. I wouldn't run one of those things. <laughs> right. They, they just look like a death trap. <laughs> right. Yeah. And the, and the thing about it is they were motors back then that have more power than most motors nowadays, like uh, the old Comet uh, B-bombs, and they would run duels. These right. are like uh, 135cc reed motors, and they're running two of them. Can you on imagine this having to tune two charge. motors? Huh? Can you imagine having to tune two motors to the same diamond? It's, it's a pain. It's oh, a pain. I can only imagine, man. That would be absolutely horrendous. You got two motors turning, and you got to make sure that they're turning at the same time there. You got to make sure the carbs are set just right. Imagine that, and you're not, <laughs> and you got you to gotta set up both clutches, too, to engage at the same <laughs> right? time. Right, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of factors going into a dual engine setup that just I wouldn't think would be fun. No, I'm good on that. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Well, hard enough to maintain exactly so we we talked october 3rd and uh the day before i guess really starting here this week we're we're finally allowed into ims and they're gonna allow us to uh have some fun there with the harvest classic and a little i I may have mentioned this before but hey the the more you know the more you grow and grow here with us the the harvest classic came about by i wish i knew the year i think it was like 1920 1914 maybe somewhere around yeah. that uh very early stages right after the uh the first uh 500 but they this was the only race that was ran outside of may up until the brickyard 400 so that's where they got the name the harvest classic here is through that and i'm excited i'm really hoping to get out to the track here uh sometime if not for the race at least for some practice to uh just to hear those cars roar around the uh the track here i'm pumped to see indianapolis uh uh i I mean four races seems like a lot here but in a year of uh all these situations we've been hit with it's just uh it it seems to these guys know indianapolis everything like that and the big storylines here are veach out hinch in yep i was just going to say that and then you got uh 
askew having uh, issues with uh, um, uh, balance. So he's, he has to uh, undergo more concussion tests after the 500 wreck. I guess they, they think he may have uh, uh, been a little more damaged than he thought after. And he's been running these races, which, I mean, says a lot. That's, that's scary. That's it, scary. It is. It is. But uh, uh, stepping into his car, Elio Castroneves. Elio to the rescue. So, and you know, that's going to be weird seeing Elio in anything but a Penske ride. Because he's oh, been yeah. for so many years. And and this is where I see, though, that Elio, this is a tryout for him. This is his audition for McLaren next year because they talked about bringing in that third car. And they, if really, who better to, to fill a third car seat there? If you've got these two young guys in Pado, in Askew, you've seen the progress that they've made this year with them. Why not bring Elio in? And really work with these guys because I feel like that's a perfect person. He's got that laid back mentality, and he's well, going to teach. I'm, I'm going to disagree with you on that. I just I I don't see Alio being the guy that really wants to go out and work with these younger guys. Now, th there might be a good uh, bond there between him and Jill DeFerrin because uh, I believe Jill worked for Penske. When Alio first started driving for Penske, I do believe you're correct there. Yeah, but I I don't see Alio because I've I've met Alio and I I don't hold him in high respect. I'm not going to say what I think he really is, but it's not a nice word. Um, I just I I don't see him working with other guys. I the I don't I think that would be though, a good for that team. He knows at this point in his career, if he wants to ride full time, he's going to have to step into that mentor role. And like we've seen, we talked about last week in the situation with Sebastian Bourdais, and we were talking about that with a few people out of the track yesterday, about how that can really kind of uh, push a team to that next level. So with uh, Foyt getting Bourdais there, and whether they choose to keep Dalton behind the wheel there or – they they pick up uh, Veach, which I think would be a solid grab to uh, to run under Bourdais. Well, see, and I, I've heard that uh, TK may still be at Foyt for, you know, just the ovals again. So here's my question to you. Do, does somebody like Veach or um, I wouldn't say Alio would even look at going to that ride, but uh you know somebody like that step in and want to run a limited schedule i mean to me i mean i guess you know you look at it this way you would have a ride but only for a limited schedule i just i i wouldn't want to do that because i would run a run for points that's where i think uh elio i, I think he's made it kind of clear that he does uh want to run a full schedule there so i think that eliminates him from the ed carpenter talks and from that kind of uh uh, step in there with uh, an oval driver. I, I think um, I'm trying to, th they really just didn't field. They just didn't field a uh, car for the road courses there. So possibly doing the same situation there. You keep Kimball in that, that car. Uh, it, 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 I don't know about Dalton. I honestly don't know if he signed to another year there. Um, but I, like I said, I just think with board a coming in there and then, uh, you you have um, uh, TK just run those six seven ovals. Yeah, I mean that that could work. And I and honestly, in my my honest opinion, I think they should keep Dalton. I, I think there's future with that kid. I think he has showed potential. Now, I, I think somebody with Bourdais, and like we discussed last week. Bourdais nothing but good for that team. I, I don't I don't see anything you could say negative about Bourdais coming to that team. Nope. The only negative thing you may be able to say is because of his age. I don't but think he's that... going to go out there and perform, and he's going to be a great mentor to, you know, uh, Dalton Collette. Yep. I, I, I think that's – you keep TK in the ovals for now. You let Collette run the road courses and possibly – if you wanted to field a third car for Indy or something like that, let him do that. And then the year after when TK finally does step away, Colette's in that ride full time. You keep Bourdais, Colette, 
and there you go. So my my idea with Veach then could possibly be switching manufacturers over to Honda and going with the Ray Hall Letterman Landigan team if he could bring the funds with him. Veach is already at Honda. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking the Chevy over there with what we were talking about. But, yeah, so Veach staying there there with Honda and going to the uh, Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan side of things if he was able to bring that uh, money there with him. So um, that's a possibility. I know they've got uh, Piggott this year. I don't know if he's able to bring that. Uh, but uh, does, does this – do you think this is the indication that – Hinchcliffe is going to be a full-time Andretti driver next year. I mean, that's kind of the way it's looking right now. And, and we've discussed this. I mean, Hinch, Hinch is a driver. He's going to get you a, a top 15 finish. Is he going to win you a championship? Is he going to win you a bunch of races? I don't see it. Um, and unfortunately, and I hate to say it like this, but I don't think Hinch is the same driver he was before he had his accident. And I can see that. I mean, that, that accident was, was bad. I mean, oh, yeah. there was nothing. It, it was serious. He, he, he was within a few centimeters of where that suspension piece went through his leg of losing his life. Uh, but I, I don't know. I just, I, I, I think there's other guys you could put in that ride and produce better results. But, you know, hey, obviously Andretti sees something in Hinch or, or Hinch is bringing some money to the table. There's something there that they want Hinch. And, and Hinch was been an Andretti driver before. Right. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Absolutely there. So we move on to the other side of open wheel racing with a little f1 did you catch any of that race this morning probably not no i did not i didn't get home to like three <laughs> something in the morning i didn't figure so uh uh early in the race i guess in practice when they were starting their uh starts or practicing their starts um they were uh um going out and hamilton went into the spot where you're not supposed to it was a full throttle area and he stops completely and practices there so they give him a 10 second penalty and to the race about nine laps. So it takes him a little bit to, to go over it after a uh, first lap incident with signs and uh, stroll completely separate incidents there. But both of those guys bringing out the safety car there and that causes Hamilton to lose the lead. He takes that 10 seconds in the pits. He, he drops back to 13, 14th and has to fight his way back to that podium spot. But Botas able to win this one, and this is the second win in Sochi here. So uh, uh, he started third both times. That that draft, that slipstream, really helping into turn two, I believe it is. And I'll, I'll tell you what, at the start of the, the race, I was talking to Matt Ivan again, who I tell you I'm always talking about with F1, and the Mercedes just swung out hard because Verstappen was coming. And I think they just swung him right off the track because he had to go wide. To break his draft. Oh, oh, I mean, just to to screw him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and well, uh, that's, that's what you do in F one. You, you know, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I mean, and and it's the typical Hamilton. If he's got somebody on the outside of him, he's going to use every inch of the turn. And then some. <laughs> right, and he's he's going to make you wreck or back first. off. That's, right. So, I mean, he knows that's the, the case, and not many people are going to say, yep, I'm going to wreck this with you every time until you learn not to do that. But uh, uh, so Verstappen has to swing high. He ends up getting second, though, um, and, and I think that's a race that he needed. But, again, Red Bull only producing one uh, point, one guy in the points there with Verstappen. I don't think Albon got into the points there. So – uh, this this whole championship is really shaken up. McLaren only has one in. Racing Point only gets one in because Stroll's out, Signs is out. Um, and I'm trying to think who are the uh, um, and then Gasly scores as well. So that just really tightens up that that race for third place there. Leclerc uh, and Vettel, I think, actually both scoring today. So that helps Ferrari. But you almost think Ferrari's too far back. And talking Ferrari, 
Let's talk about uh, this this new uh, CEO of F1. Or uh, did you did you hear about that? The I did see that. So Kerry is out, and they're going to bring in. I can't remember the guy's name, but he's coming in. He's a, uh, a he's a lifer pretty much in F1. He's always been around. He's uh, into Ferrari, or he was uh, with Ferrari for a while. So it, it's kind of suspicious that F1, you're having a problem with Ferrari, and now you're going to bring in a person from Ferrari to to take lead. I mean, that's just more F1, F1. doing F1. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you, you, you look at all those years that Bernie Ecclestone ran F1, and, and I despise Bernie Ecclestone. I, I thought he was an ass clown. I never liked him. <laughs> but, um, I, I mean, at this point, maybe this is what F1 needs. I mean, you know, a little shakeup. Now, does this mean that Ferrari's going to get some special benefits? Quite possibly. I mean, that's <laughs> just... You, you you never know with F one, exactly. So, but but I'm I'm hoping not. I'm hoping this guy comes in unbiased, does what he needs to do, and make it a better series. I mean, some people disagree because for years, F one was just about you know what team and what car and what driver could go out there and dominate the race. It, it wasn't about tight racing and making passes and f1's about dominance f1's just about you know like um embarrassing the other guys pretty much <laughs> right absolutely I, I know exactly what you're saying there excuse me they want to be top dog and they want it to uh to just run off with it they don't want it to be a race whatsoever and right now mercedes right. doing a fantastic job at that they score two on the podium today so that's definitely Pushing, pushing them forward, and I guess with that we'll push forward into. We got a lot of uh, ramblings uh, going on here in the comments that I think we need to uh, touch real quick. How, what do you think? Absolutely. All right. So, with that being said, we got the head 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 monster John Etheridge on here, and what's uh, up? The new season of Monsters of Dirt kicking off this Tuesday. That's right. Ten Dirt Series, three nights a week. There's uh, Cash Leagues. There is uh, the All-Star League again. So, the, you know, Monsters of Dirt, man, they're, they're that series on. And, and they're not only dirt now. You know, with the pricks of payment, they got asphalt going on, which uh, that'll go on tonight. Yep. Uh, we're at Charlotte. Which we ran there Thursday night, and I didn't do so well. But anyways, <laughs> um, it, you know, the, the new season was supposed to kick off last week, but you know, with uh, the hurricane coming through, John's been having some technical difficulties with uh, no cable, and he's had power. I was going to no say, cable, I so, think somebody said, "Let I mean, there I be light now." You're right. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Slide job Sunday. I can't wait. Get back in the sprint car and do some running because you know it's. Like I said, I'm, I'm a dirt guy now. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're hooked. And once you go dirt, you don't go back there. October 23rd, they got the uh, Super Lates out at Kokomo. So we'll have to see if. Uh... It's the day after my birthday. Let's go. <laughs> there, he's, he, you saw Let's the go. excitement in his eyes right there. He's pumped. He's ready to go, go, go. Uh, Brooks. <clears throat> yes, I, I I hope you do, buddy. You, you've been out there. You're putting in work. And, you know. You've been getting some wins. You got a couple championships. I, I would like to see you get your first win, the Monsters of Dirt. I think that would be awesome. Absolutely. That would be so much fun there. He's He's got some wins. He's got some titles now under yeah. his belt. Yeah. So, uh, what? what was that? Sling? King of Sling. He won two titles in King of Sling. So a lot of confidence growing there. And, man, just loads of stuff uh, coming the, our way here. In Indy, like I said, I mean, we've got the Harvest Classic. I, I keep forgetting with that Harvest Classic is coming an eight-hour endurance race. Yes. Yes. I, 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 I kind of want to go see that. I cannot wait to see just how much fun that would be. I, I don't know. 
in all honesty, if I go out there for eight hours and I hate to be that guy, but I go out there for eight hours, sit in the the, the sun and everything, wearing a, a mask. I'd have a terrible mask burn on the face. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think of that. <laughs> so, like I said, I hate being that guy, but I go out there for a few hours and do it. But the, the eight hours might be a little long to be out there uh in a mask and, and enjoying yourself i mean you, you're out there you're eating you're drinking yeah you, then you're you're worried about that I, i'm not discouraging anybody from going i know i sound terrible there but that's just my my opinion yeah i'm not uh, i'm not big on the mask part either but that's like last night it was great we didn't have to wear a mask <laughs> so, so. some people decided to but for the majority yeah there was no masks worn <laughs> right so i'm trying to think man is there anything else that uh, uh uh real fast i did hear that um they are going to break ground soon on the new dirt track at the marion county fairground area i don't nice. know what it's going to be called yet and i'm not sure the what dirt part drone. Of, right <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure what part of uh the property that he bought but i did hear that it's gonna ground's gonna be broke soon uh, World of Outlaws is actually designing the track. Nice. So that, that I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping they do. You know, like how uh, Brownstown is in Lernerville with no wall. I, I don't like racing on those tracks and I racing, but I like watching the races on those. With tracks. it being a figure eight as well, though, I don't think you can do that. Um, I don't know. I think that'd be I pretty mean, tough. You could. <laughs> You could because uh, yeah, but I'm thinking like safety wise, and you're gonna want to put as many fans in there with a figure eight. Because think about like the endurance figure eight that they have at the speed drum. You're packed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you're packed there. So you do a three hour on dirt, which I don't know if it's even possible, but you do an endurance type on dirt like that, and you're you're not gonna want to only put the the grandstands unless it's like Bristol where the grandstands reach halfway to the sky. <laughs> It's a possibility. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it could work with no walls because you, you figure with the figure eight, if the if the the big dirt track, depending on how big it is, you know, if it's say say it's a mile dirt, you know, they're gonna be honking, so you gotta have some pretty wide turns. So you figure with the figure eight, they wouldn't go all the way up against the cushion. They would, you know, go to figure eight, come down, probably run low go back through the figure eight so you could do it without walls but your point of uh wanting to put as many stands in as possible that kind of eliminates the no wall theory right there so right unless you <laughs> put the stands uh three quarters of a mile back that just looks so weird <laughs> it would, it would. oh man i guess uh we talked a little bit of nascar as they uh roll out the first oh, yeah. first stage uh -oh. of uh xfinity and uh uh, Briscoe takes the win there, so uh, gets that done. He is, absolutely. I think uh, he's solid. and Really, I mean, that Stuart Haas lineup, they've got a lot coming for him. Is He's in that power, man. They've, they've talked about uh, uh, fitting Deegan in there. Um, so they've really got a lot of promising outlook coming to him. Um, speaking Stuart real quick and talking stock cars, uh, I guess Jeremy Mayfield and Ray Everham – kissed and made up and we what? might see jeremy mayfield running in the new srx series what do you think the, the, about? i i'm i'm down <laughs> I, I, I like a lot of the drivers they've announced of uh signs so far i mean you got willie t rib coming back oh it's gonna be a boxing match tony stewart willie t rib paul tracy i mean these guys thank god they're older and they're they they got a little more sense to them and they don't necessarily want their jaw broke in their 50s but my right. goodness right kyle's not he wasn't a fan back when jeremy mayfield was around he he's like who's that guy who's jeremy right. Mayfield? <laughs> I, I i like jeremy mayfield when he ran the cup series so i i think it i think it's gonna be awesome to see him in that series and you know you're gonna have Paul Tracy, uh, who who are some of the other drivers Stewart, they announced? Stewart, Canon, uh, uh, DK. Uh, the, uh, there was a guy from uh, F1 even. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think uh, who it was. Canadian, now. wasn't he? 
Damn it, I'm drawing blank on it. I can't think of his name, but uh, and you know they're going to grab somebody from the dirt side now. Um, so you have to. I don't know. Maybe Bloomquist. I don't know if he would do it, but it seems like they're kind of going for these guys that are on their their exit. So he was still racing in 07. He's getting all mad at me now. <laughs> Scott, Listen you're right. Here. Mayfield was a monster at Pocono. That was like his. He Pocono was good here. Place. I mean, he did really solid here at Indy. Uh, I, I remember there was a, a couple races. He was out in front and just couldn't complete the race. Yeah. Because so that's where. Uh, <laughs> we just got a bunch of angry faces. Everyone. I think that was Kyle. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was. Oh. <laughs> So, but, uh, yeah, so uh, exciting news there coming out of the, now that's not, he's not announced yet, but at least they're talking now. So you would only assume with that story coming out that they will um, uh, bring him in. Exactly. Pocono and Indy, believe it or yeah. not, they do. I think of the banking. Yeah, they do. Um, fast and pretty much flat turns. Those straightaways into the, yeah, exactly. The straightaways into the turns there. So, um, um, so going back to the truck series. There was a uh, a couple drivers last night that uh, well, one of them made their first appearance ever in a NASCAR truck. Who 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 ran last night, Tommy Boy? Well, it was a couple nights ago, actually. It was uh, yeah. Connor, it was Thursday. Wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was Thursday. Connor Daly teamed up with Travis Pastrana there, so kind of an interesting pair. We've seen Pastrana run before NASCAR, so yeah, not uh, different coming in. It's been a few years. It has, yes. Yeah. So completely different. Ran a full series there for a couple years, and then just stepped away. Or I don't know if he lost sponsors or what happened, but he just he quit running. Well, and Red then... Bull was his sponsor, and I don't know if they they probably just didn't with it not producing a NASCAR that Red Bull wasn't gonna last for too long and say, hey, yeah, we'll keep throwing money at you when we got. Yeah, you're right. Because Red Bull pulled their uh, sponsor and NASCAR across the board because they were sponsoring two cup cars. Right. Uh, I believe they had an Xfinity car and then they had the truck. And then the next season, you didn't see none of the Red Bull cars. No. And they were winning titles with Vettel. (laughs) (laughs) They were. were, uh, Yeah. Never mind. (laughs) I would think that's the time that they pulled out there is when they were starting to become dominant in f1 there so they kind of focus their funds down to that uh that one area but uh he ran a race earlier this season Pastrana ran a race earlier kyle i didn't realize that i know daily was out for the the first time here so not having the results though that they won i think daily finishes like 17th pastrana in like 24th so uh obviously not what they wanted but cool to see these guys making the the switch and is this something that maybe with connor daly i'm not saying searching for a ride in any car but maybe if, if he finds a, a solid more consistent ride in the trucks does he look at that area i think he did both las vegas races. i know i i don't I don't think he should look in the in the NASCAR area. I think he should stay with the Indy car because I I do think he is. I, I really thought by now Ed would come out and say that they're going to sign Connor for next season for a full season, because Connor's been consistent, man. I mean, he he got a didn't he get a pole position this year in the Carlin car? Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. He got a pole position in the Carlin car this year. Um. He, he's been consistent in, in the ECR car. He's been consistent in the Carlin car. I, I just don't see how somebody doesn't sign him for a full-time ride. I mean, we, we're, we're talking about, you know, AJ and, and Arrow talking to, you know, Alio or possibly Zach Veach. My mind, I think Connor's a better choice than either one of those guys. And he's a solid driver, and that's what, you know, if he goes out and impresses some of these guys, maybe he does look to have a – I wouldn't doubt somebody offering him a ride. And I mean, if somebody doesn't step up an IndyCar and do that, I think they're going to lose him in that sport because uh, you, you give him a little not. more – I hope that doesn't happen. You give him a little more time, though, because this is in the, the stage of no practice, I mean, or limited practice. So he came out there, he stepped behind this truck, and, and he drove it to 17th place-ish. 
Uh, I mean, it was around there. So uh, a solid run there. It just shows this guy can drive because not only does he do this, he does rally stuff as well. He'll hop in a dirt car. So Connor Daly, he, he can wheel. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. And like I said, I hope IndyCar doesn't lose him to another series because Connor's, Connor's one of them younger guys that we need to keep in the series to keep it growing. Right. So um, we we talk a little bit of NASCAR today, and I think once again here we got a late Vegas a mile and a half, correct? Yes. So no, not a mile and a half. How how far is Vegas? Uh, I thought Vegas was a mile and a half. Yeah, maybe it is a mile and a half. Kyle, Kyle, <laughs> we need your NASCAR expertise here. So uh, I, I think. Where it's you at? What it's it, it's been all year long here, and it is a mile and a half. So uh, I think it's going to be what it's been all year long here with uh, Kevin Harvick and Hamlin. yep, Denny Hamlin. One of those two probably going to walk away with the win. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, uh, now I will say the Bush brothers run good there because that is their home track technically. Right. And Kyle's starting second, but he's right behind Kevin Harvick. So um, <laughs> he, he's just – he's at that point now. He even says he expects to be eliminated in this round. How do you how do you drive or expect to go in? That would be like Michael Jordan going up against uh, um, the Jazz back in the day and said, we're going to lose this one. We're going to lose it. You you can't go in with that mentality, but at the same time, the season that Kyle's had at this point, he's probably just like, yeah, you know, we we don't have a shot at winning the championship. So you do though in this series. I mean, that's the whole point of the playoffs. You're in it. You got a shot. You know, but like I was saying, as you've seen how his season has been this far, in his mind. I, he's telling himself that he doesn't have a shot. You know, they they just had a, a terrible season. You know, when's the last time you can say that Kyle Busch has no wins in a season? I can't remember when he ran at Hendrick, maybe? Um, Possibly. Yeah, because, I mean, usually Kyle's got at least one win every season for the last seven, eight seasons. Right. And then this year to have no wins. And like I said, I, I think the practice, the no practice is really hurting Kyle Bush and not being able to run the other series like we discussed last week. He He's that driver. The more track time you give him, the more the dangerous better. he is. Right. He, he gets that feel for it. He's a, a muscle memory type driver where he, he gets it and he knows what he needs to do to the car. He's not a on the on-the-fly adjuster like you would see in, in Hamlin and Harvick, I think, like you're saying there, is they're able to say, hey, guys, this is what the car's doing. This is what it needs to do. Let's do it. And right. where Kyle, he needs to feel it out. He needs uh, to have that that track time each each year at, at different tracks. And like you said, he's not getting that. But with this being the second run at Vegas, does that give him a little bit of opportunity to, to make it run today? I... Not, not even just being the second run of Vegas. Kyle runs good at Vegas. He just he knows that track. He, he always is usually up front there. So I think this is that one track to where if he can go out and produce a win or, you know, even I would say even a top three, that's that, that confidence booster he needs right now because right now he has no confidence in the car, his team, Probably even he's probably even doubting himself a little bit because this this season has just been horrendous for him so far. I'm I'm really surprised that he's even in the chase. Right. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see here. Mile and a half have been favorites of the two up front all year long. So be interesting to oh. see if anybody can take these guys down. Throw in Truex too. Martin Truex is usually strong on the mile and a half. And he won here last year. But I think after the the switch there with uh, Pern stepping away, I think that's really affected the the chemistry there uh, behind that team. 
I agree. I agree. I definitely think that's uh, taking some wind out of their sails. And and Pern and Martin Truex had a really good relationship. Right. They understood each other, you know, because you bring in a new crew chief to a driver, you know, and this driver and his other crew chief, they've been together any given time. I mean, you take, let's take Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knauss. They they knew the lingo. I mean, you know, Jimmy could, you know, radio in and tell Chad something about the car and, and Chad knew what he was talking about and knew what adjustments right. to make. Where that's kind of the relationship that Martin and Cole Pern had. Now you don't have that. Absolutely. Yep. I agree there. So it'll be interesting to see if if he's able to kind of boost himself up there because we've seen he can drive. And like I said, I mean, if you're in the playoffs in this situation, you're still in the dance. So uh, it's anybody, you get that win, and it's going to put you into that next uh, uh, bracket there. So um, I guess with that, is it time? It is time. It's time to make the checkers and wreckers picks of the week. That's right. We run down our checkers and wreckers. Slash is here to do a pick. Yeah, he wants to do a pick. We'll do our checker version. We want you to join along with us. The checker pick, somebody you think is going to finish pretty, pretty top five. Pretty top five. I don't know what that means. Pretty top five. Pretty close to the front there. Top five, if you will. Somewhere around there. Have a maybe charge from the back. Have a good day. Not necessarily win it. But, hey, if they do, that's a bonus for you. And, uh, man, it's it's hard to go against Harvick. It's hard to, to really say Hamlin uh, won't win it. But, I'm going to go with the Hendrick Power today. I'm going to put Chase Elliott. He's starting third. Um, He's been silent. If he gets this win, that could really boost his momentum here. So we'll see how it goes. Is Checker, it looks like Kyle's picking Brad K. Oh, Wrecker, he's going with Byron. Yeah. I I saw, I thought that was winner there at first, but no, I'm with it now because I didn't see the first one. But yes, you go ahead now with your checker pick who you got today chase right i got chase yeah all right uh we talked about a minute ago um i'm gonna go out on a limb i'm gonna take kyle bush i and i could see it happening starting second he needs that boost if he if he takes this that opportunity for him to to take the uh back-to-back really heightens here because that momentum late in this season can really take a change now with that playoff uh um scheme here so we we move to the wrecker. Not somebody you think is going to necessarily wreck, but somebody you don't think is going to have as good a day as they should. And I'm going to start off with my wrecker here today. And I'm going to go with starting fifth place, the 22 machine of Joey Logano. So right now is your chance to go to Vegas. I don't know what his odds are, but uh, I would probably go over to mybookie.com and put a lot of money on Logano because it seems like any time – that I, uh, I I pick Joey. He, he ends up in victory lane. But yeah, myboogie.com. Check him out, guys, and put a little on Logano. Who you Uh-oh. got for Brooks your was, uh, Joey Logano checker, Kyle Bush wrecker, and Dark Horse Matty D. Oh, Kyle changes his record to Chase because Byron yep. being not in there anymore. So, uh, my wrecker. Who am I going to take here? Uh, um, man, my my gut's telling me one thing, but I know I'm going to pick a different one. Um, I'm going to take Brad Keselowski. His mind was telling him no, but his body's telling right. him Brad. <laughs> so he's going with Brad K here. Today, Scott's agreeing with me on Chase. He thinks his record's going to go with your checker, Kyle, and his dark horse, LaJoy. He likes LaJoy. He's a LaJoy fan. So I'm looking for my dark horse. Joy, 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 joy. <laughs> That's pretty good. I got to give you that one. <laughs> we got starting 14th in the eight machine, Tyler Reddick there. I think he's going to have a solid run. He's He's had a good season here so far. And I think he has a, a decent opportunity there starting just outside the top 10. Yeah, he, he has had a pretty decent season. He's had some strong runs this year. Uh, I was going to say out all the rookies, he's probably had the best season so far, but not true because Cole Custer made the, the chase and then he's already been eliminated. 
Yeah, uh, but <laughs> I still think you can compete, Tyler, or put Tyler Reddick in. I don't know if NASCAR does Rookie of the Year like IndyCar does, where it's just the top points uh, takes it. I think they do. I think they do Rookie of the Year. No, I, is it is that how they do it though, or is it like a voted thing? Um, that I'm not sure. Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Uh, so my dark horse, I am going to go with, uh, let me throw a dart at the board here. Uh, they do go off points. So he did take it here. Custer, the rookie of the year. Unfortunate. Cause I do think Reddick deserves rookie of the year after this year. Reddick is the true rookie of the year. Okay. So, but they're, they're, they're saying it's, it's off of points, but really, they're agreeing, I believe, in saying that Reddick deserves. Oh, that. I agree. I agree. Um, I'm still stuck on a dark horse pick here. I think Cole already won it because he made the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. We got I Kyle fired up. We just hit a triggered <laughs> moment on Kyle. Oh, it's so dumb. He's throwing pillows in the house. Stupid hey, well, NASCAR playoffs. Since that got Kyle fired up, I want to take Custer for my dark horse now. Change my mind, Kyle. Nice. There's the dart. Let's see if it hits the board. We'll see a little later here. The cats are flying now. A little salt on the wound. Princess is halfway across the room after you said that. <laughs> Look at all the angry signs now. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta love it you guys thank you so much for tuning in each and every week here with us here at checkers and records and as always if you're looking for a house if you're in that indianapolis area check out the rockstar realtor Hi. talk to tucker at sean and sean nugent over there talk to tucker and and howdy if you're buying a house you need some money before you go there i'm gonna go talk to our buddy over at First Financial, he's going to hook you up, man. He, he's got money to give away. He's got money to give away. He may not, but First Financial does. That's for sure. Check him out, guys. And you, you talk about just a, a genuine group of guys right there. Those two, just fantastic. They, they've they been behind us here, so got to show a lot of support to those guys. So, yeah, like I said, if you're in that Indianapolis area, that's a fantastic pair. If you need a suit to look as sharp as old Tommy Boy did yesterday, who are you going to call? A bruisey racewear. Yeah. <laughs> a bruisey racewear. Check them out, guys. Like I said, it's not just for for carding there. They can get you the fireproof suits if you need them. I, I just have the... Uh, uh, abrasion resistance uh they can get you your gloves for eye racing your shoes if you like to wear shoes and, and the cool thing about it you can customize it all you can do that all over on their website check it out guys it's it's such a phenomenal uh customer service from start to finish it was a great experience there as it got me fitted there for my suit and like i said i look yeah, sharp <laughs> And, yeah, uh, it, it really looks – It's that's a nice suit. Speaking of uh, iRacing and, and sim, man, what makes that, that thing rumble? What makes you feel what you've been missing? The butt kicker will get you hooked up because it'll kick you in the butt. <laughs> it does, exactly. It feels – just it gives that, that feeling of precision. You really uh, – you, you want to feel those tires slip. You want to feel the, the rocks on the road. You want to feel the, the dirt – come up and hit the fenders man check out the butt kicker gamer Two. feel what you've been missing immerse yourself in the game within and lastly if you just want to sound just clean clear and crisp here like the paddock i'll tell you what there's no better place to look than oralex acoustics guys it, it, that's right howdy's the sound guy the day i hung this up you walked in here and went wow yeah i mean it, it made a huge Huge difference. I mean, a huge, it, huge, <laughs> huge. And, and just now announcing, guys, I just got the text message. It is official. A big shout out to uh, Driving for Dyslexia, hopping on board here with us as a partner. And uh, we are going to do everything we can to help That's that all. foundation here. So Driving for Dyslexia. Coach is coming out here. We're going to have to get him on the show more now. Yeah. 
That's what yeah. I call him, Coach. Yeah. He gets a smile on his face every time I'm like, Coach, Coach. We'll just have to get him down to the paddock some Sunday and do a show with us. He'll have to iRace as we're doing a show. We're gonna make him, we're, gonna have to, we're gonna make him really work. <laughs> and have him bring some of those uh, driving for dyslexia cookies they had yesterday. Oh, I didn't get one because I'm not one of those guys that can eat out at the track. Uh, I just can't do that. I, I just I feel like I would puke all over the place. So oh no. Uh, they, but gotta, they look you gotta eat like small stacks, like you know, some cheese or get some protein going through. You, you definitely need to eat something before you race. Oh, I eat before, but I can't eat like at the track then. <laughs> so I get a good breakfast in me. Say you what? I get there. I get there. But uh, yeah, and driving for dyslexia, guys. Like I said, any you can still hit that button on the donate. Uh, we'll get that up there. But uh, any of the money that is donated goes to helping uh, fund teachers to go to training and learn how to teach kids like Elliot with dyslexia. And, and literally, guys, he doesn't let it slow down. Literally. <laughs> no, not at all. And, and, you know, and going back to Elliot real fast, uh, you know, so many people start out in karting and try chasing their dream. Elliot's actually living his dream right now, and I think that's so awesome. And and along the way, he, he's, you know, doing the driving for dyslexia and raising money for that. I mean, he's just an awesome kid absolutely there and that is his foundation like he said in that interview so that's something he wanted to do and his parents how do you say no to that you can't so oh, you can't no like i said this weekend push him over that 100k mark let's help now before next year's driving for dyslexia let's see if we can help maybe push that needle just a hair maybe to 200k maybe it'll be to 500k by then oh. you don't know we don't know but i know one thing is it's going to gain steam here is They've got a fantastic face behind Elliot there, a fantastic attitude. And I'm looking forward, like I said, to the, his future and seeing what he can do and, and and maybe coaching me a little more around Whiteland before he takes off for the big leagues. Right. <laughs> I got to get everything I can out of him. <laughs> that's the, Yeah, that's awesome, though. Absolutely there. So, again, thanks, guys over at driving for dyslexia thank you all who donated here who shared that post well, guys we appreciate that so much it means so much to us it means so much to them it just it, it's helping more people than you know so uh just it, even if you got two dollars to give or if you got a dollar every little bit makes dollar a difference petty. there dollar dollar bill y'all dollar bill y'all <laughs> so we're almost ten thousand strong what if, if if we all gave or if half Gave two dollars. Look, look what that could do right there. Right. I mean, I, I hate going yeah. off the Bernie Sanders campaign, but we're not talking politics here. We're talking a, a fantastic foundation. If you could reach in your pocket just for two dollars, hit that donate button down for the driving for dyslexia on the page. And guys, again, thank you so much. How do you have a fantastic Sunday? I got five on it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, you know what tonight is, Tommy Boy? I, I, I know we're not this type of show, but I just have to show this because. Oh, God. Where are yeah, you pulling yeah. all these from? Go, back, go, baby. <laughs> Do you have like a shelf right under you that all these are on? Oh, yeah, I got it's on my uh, computer desk. Here, okay. Here's a good one. Too. <laughs> no, I, got, I got another one to show you. Look at this one. Cousin Eddie. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the cigar and everything. I'm wondering, like, he's just over here like, look who it is. He's Aaron Rodgers is joining us now. We got Slash. We got Darth Vader. <laughs> Deadpool. It's Bob Ross. <laughs> we got them all there. You know who loves those Funkos? Who? Uh, Matt Constant. Really? Yes. He's a big uh, Funko. What are they called? Funko Pops? Yep. He's a big Funko Pop fan. So uh, You know who else is? uh jimmy sutton from tracksuit lifestyle really i, I bet that dude's probably got five thousand pops <laughs> I, i'm not joking when you he, say pops i think of pogs oh <laughs> i know kyle westwood strikes me as a guy that had pogs upon pogs upon pogs and thank god he wasn't a nascar fan when that happened or he'd have every nascar like it looked like little pit signs right little pog pit signs <laughs> All right. Well, Tommy boy, I want to 
hop off here. I'm going to go and uh, wax the uh, Old Rebel Mines number 17 uh, Camaro SS up for uh, the Pricks of Pavement tonight at Charlotte. Very nice. I got an endurance race here. I'm going to start it off again. Brands Hatch, 1 o'clock. Um, Scott usually does a fantastic job of recording those, and uh, if he gets that out, we'll make sure that we share that onto the page here. We'll get some pictures from the endurance run and a good little recap of yesterday and today's run is we like to put it all out there. Yep. Hey, and uh, before we go, be sure to check us out on YouTube. Uh, it's BW Sports 1 on YouTube. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. That way you can uh, get checkers and wreckers, black and white sports, or any of the shows on YouTube. Uh, what SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. We got it all, man absolutely there check us out www.bwsports1.com that again is www.bwsports1.com for all the hap 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 needs how do you have a fantastic sunday all of you do the same you guys we are out peace